You are tuned into Doc Nomad Productions here on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Hey, we got a great show lined up today talking about trending stories, what's going on in the news. So much, so much to unpack, so much to just sift through, look through. It can't get to everything, but we'll get to a few topics as well. All right, let's go ahead and get started. FTX Crypto. FTX was founded by Sam Bankman Freed. And he recently filed for bankruptcy. FTX had agreed to sell itself to Binance earlier in the week, but the crypto rival eventually declined, stating there was issues that led to our disinvolvement. FTX paused customer withdrawals after it was hit with roughly five billion withdrawal requests. Many celebrities endorsed FTX prior to this collapse, to include. Tom Brady, Stephen Curry, Major League Baseball. And also, FTX had the name and rights to the Miami Heat Arena, which has been recently removed. Now, I tell you, dealing with this whole crypto thing, me and my wife, we kind of tiptoed in the crypto waters. We kind of tried to swim with some of the crypto alligators. I didn't really have a good feel for crypto. I just, you know, I just, you know, the whole crypto, the metaverse and nfts and all these different things you know i'm an old school guy man just like some of you guys i'm an old school person i like credit unions i like banks i like you know just regular normal stuff and you know this could be the wave of the future the crypto market and all that but i did some research and kind of looking at some of these guys the sam bankman free who's commonly known as sbf and some of his cronies they were living operating and living in the bahamas away from U.S. territory. That's almost like a red flag uh, in some cases. But then I, I think everyone in that circle was dating each other. They knew each other. I mean, they got so much stuff going on. And then now I think what this is going to, I'm no financial expert, but I believe with this whole issue with FTX, because FTX, it grew large, enormous. You can see the numbers, right? But I believe now, I believe the federal government it's probably in the process of regulating crypto because remember when crypto started you ain't got to deal with the banks you ain't got to deal with nothing you got your own money the uh ethereum and all these different things the federal government always wants a piece of something i've been <laughs> i've been with the federal government since 1994 you know throughout my military retirement and all that the federal government always wants a piece of something and if they don't have a piece of something they're going to eventually get a piece of something. I believe now they're going to start, like I said, in the process of regulating this crypto. But all you guys and gals out there, if you look at the crypto numbers, when it started a couple years ago, however long it was, these numbers were through the roof. I mean, millions and billions of dollars. These guys were making money. This guy had like $50 million, $50 billion or something like that. And you saw the timeline money just going down to the point where he is bankrupt this dude had billions of dollars ladies and gentlemen billions of dollars and now i'm sure he probably got a couple coins but to go from all that to nothing in a matter of months it seems like someone should have been able to forecast this because those guys and those men and women that's in his circle they're like Stanford finance guys, you know, all these supposedly smart type people. 
but we know how this works. A lot of those people that are book smart, college smart, they have no street smarts. They have no common sense. They think they're above the law. They think they are the law. And this is what happens. Mismanagement. Now you say, well, how can you say mismanagement? You don't have $50 billion. Yeah, but I got freaking common sense. I got street smarts. And I'm able to forecast and project. These guys who are smarter did not forecast. They did not project. And then the situation they in. So now you got to explain it to all the shareholders. You got to explain that to all the people that have millions and millions of dollars that they can't, they don't have access to. The Tom Brady's and all these mega stars and all these athletes. Think about that. All these athletes, they had their signing bonuses in, in crypto and Bitcoin. Oh, I want my signing bonus in crypto. Don't pay me in cash. Don't give me a freaking wire transfer. I want it in Bitcoin. Now it's nothing. Now it is worth nothing. I'm an old school cat. Give me a wire transfer. Give me a direct deposit. I don't want no Bitcoin. I don't want no crypto. I don't want none of that. Don't want it. Old school. Give me a bank, a credit union, and I'm good, man. That's just my opinion. All right, moving on. The next thing I want to talk about is the University of Virginia shooting this past week. And it is a sad state of affairs. I will not put the uh, the victims uh, pictures on here. I will not put the suspected shooters picture on here for respectful purposes. But I just doing research on this topic. It was talking about the guy that the suspected shooter. He was a victim of hazing and people talked about him. He was actually a member of the football team a couple years ago. But, you know, we just live in an age now where the first reaction to an action is gun violence. Remember the days when we all grew up? I know we can all back in my day. But when we grew up, there was a lot. There was gunplay. I'm not going to say it wasn't. But guys and men and women, they kind of dealt with their issues. You talked about it. You fought it out. You did all these things. But now it's just, oh, he teased me. I got to shoot him. Oh, he stepped on my shoe. I got to shoot him. Sadly to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to be the last event like this. This is not going to be the last event related to gun violence. But when does it get to a point? When does it get to a point where this stops? And it's not just in the black community. It's in the white community. It's in the brown community. It's everywhere. But to have these individuals, these three football players who I watched play this past weekend for the University of Virginia, right their lives are gone they was on a field trip going to washington dc it's part of their class you're on the bus and you don't know that this is your last day on earth that's a scary thought that's a scary situation and this coming from somebody that fought in two wars so i i I, unfortunately i know what that death looks like you know but it's it's sad man that we you know the gun violence that we have in this country, it's, it's crazy, you know, and we can say, you know, it's access and NRA and we could do all these things, but there has to be, there has to be policies, procedures put in place to curb, to prevent whatever word you want to use to prevent this gun violence. 
stop the suppliers. You could do a lot of things. But I think more importantly, a lot of folks nowadays, they just need mental help. They need people to talk to. Everyone can't take a joke. Everyone can't take hazing. Does that make them weak? No. But their actions are weak. So we got to do a better job. So condolences to the three football players, to anyone that's involved that was injured. It's a sad state of affairs in this world, not just America, in this world. We got to do better, y'all. We got to do better as humans. We got to do better. Uh, My next topic, last topic, will be TikTok searches. Now, there's some data, as you can see here. Data has been pushed out stating Gen Z people, the young folks, the young generation, the new generation, these men and women are utilizing TikTok for all their searches. They're not using Google no more like us old dinosaurs are. Let me tell you something about searches. I, I'm a heavy proponent of TikTok. I really enjoy TikTok. I don't do the Facebook no more. I don't do Instagram. None of those. I do TikTok and YouTube, and that's it. I really enjoy TikTok. But when I want, when I look at searches, anything I want to search, I, again, well, I'm not a Gen Z guy, right? I don't use TikTok for searches, right? I search, I use Google. What company is under Google's wing? YouTube. I use Google and YouTube. YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, is the world's greatest instruction book. YouTube. I would give YouTube and Google credit for helping me create this show because I didn't ask nobody, you know, not trying to say oh, I'm better. I didn't ask nobody for help. I didn't because I can't stand asking people for help. Right. And I figured out how to craft this show, how to shape this show. Some of the nuances of a podcast, some of the nuances of creating the channel. I learned all that through Google and YouTube sitting in my office, banging my head against the wall, trying to figure out what's the best computer, what's the best phone, what's the best microphone, how should my posture be, what's the best chair, what's the best lighting, what's the best graphics I can use. I use that through Google and YouTube. Now, someone younger than me will say, hey, Mr. Anderson, that's great. Appreciate it. I'm going to use TikTok. No issues there. I guess the point I'm saying is this world is changing us older folks we need to evolve and be involved because the young folks as much as we complain about the young folks the way they dress their music their actions all of this these men and women these men and women are leading the charge for change you can see it in the elections younger people saying hey we don't want these old dinosaurs we don't want that old rhetoric we don't want that old school way of thinking some ways old school thinking is great I'm a proponent of old school thinking, right? However, Gen Z is saying your advice was great for 1978. It is not great for 2022 because it's not consistent and it does not work. So shout out to the young folks, to Gen Z for using alternate search engines to search for the things they want. Me, I'll stick to Google and YouTube, and I may start using searches on TikTok. But again, that's all about what is the flavor of the month? What is your flavor? Some people's flavor is TikTok. Some people's flavor is Facebook and all these other things. All these companies right now are competing against each other. And what's happening? They compete against each other. They find out what company A is doing, finding out what company B is doing. And then they step on them and they continue to climb up. 
eventually TikTok is going to get replaced, right? Eventually. Hell, even Google may get replaced. Even YouTube may get replaced. Eh, I doubt that. But the thing is, people are going away from Google, right? Gen Z folks are going away from Google and using TikTok as a search engine. That's profound. In the grand scheme of things, that is profound. That is profound. I tell you, man, I'm a fan of that type of knowledge. A lot of people say, well, that's useless knowledge. We don't care. That is trending because people, TikTok is, is the, the new wave, as the young folks say. And I'm on TikTok. Trust and believe that. I am on TikTok. I'm telling you, man. Hey, appreciate you guys tuning in today. I was going to have some other topics I want to talk about, but I'll save those. Hey, just to make sure you guys are tracking. Every Wednesday was an episode of the Nomad Cast here on Doc Nomad Productions. Got rid of it. Every Friday will be an episode of the Nomad Cast with trending stories and also an episode of Nomad Kicks. Every Friday, two shows here on Doc Nomad Productions. Stay tuned, stay locked. Thank you guys for tuning tuning in. Tell a family, tell a friend, tell everybody, tell the people you don't like about Doc Nomad Productions on YouTube. It's a beautiful thing. You can find me also on Apple, the Spotify's, and all those places as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a blessed day and be safe. Until we meet again, we'll be here. Trust and believe. Thank you.